0: You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
1: i getting fired, but I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least 100 grand. I'd get it one piece at a time,
2: and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You know it's me when I come through your town.
0: Everybody wild, have the only one there is well historically so the because of, of charlie and hoff this show can get kind of negative and i've always tried to be a ray of who sunshine in this
1: room yelled at an old lady earlier today it happens
0: but when i couldn't on my own lift up this show with positivity we've always turned to kenny wallace and i gotta say we don't need we don't need any help. We're all positive. We're all riding high, riding the blues wave, and this man was there in the building. Kenny, how are you?
2: I am doing great. I'm up here in Springfield, Illinois, and my dear friends all got our shots. Hoosier Tire Midwest, they got it all up here, and uh, actually making a nice little video for them. We're selling some parts, but uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. drove up here this morning, and uh, all is good.
0: And the game last night, in terms of events you've been to, I know you're a huge baseball guy. That one's got to rank right up there.
2: You know what? I thought about this last night on my own, so you have not (laughs) caught me off guard. I would say this. I have never been inside a closed arena and experienced anything like that in my life. It was off the charts. Now, I will say this. Outdoors, I would say uh, when I was at the World Series in 06 at at Bush State, and I sat down the uh, left sideline past third base, and that that was incredible. I was there when we won the World Series. But, you know, listen, 18,808, I think, is what it was last night. 18,808. We were smashed in there like sardines at the arena. But before that, you know, you can go out to 14th and Market. And the watch party, and it was just—it was just something I'd never experienced in my own town of St. Louis. I got to tell you, I never had goosebumps like five times in one night. It was just so much pride for the city, and to me, you know, yeah, it's all about hockey. But I just couldn't believe—you know—everybody was high-fiving each other. I mean, it was just so much fun. All the ushers and the ticket takers and. Uh, it, listen, this this whole hockey thing is way bigger than hockey. It's got something to do with the city, and it's very exciting.
3: Kenny, that's what I think is so cool, especially about this Blues run, and you compared it to, to the Cardinals. Even if the Cardinals win the World Series, you got a month. It's October. This has lasted so long. I mean, every round is a couple weeks. It's taken the city by storm for, for two months now. I mean, that's a huge part of the year where I feel like everybody's kind of putting their lives, I don't want to say on hold, but – it's it's just so much focus on the Blues for two straight months. It's all anybody can talk about. And that's a long time for kind of the Blues to take over the city, everybody to be excited and have something really fun to root for.
2: Uh, you know what, uh, Charlie? I'm laughing for so many reasons right now, right? Because, okay, it's June 3rd yesterday, and, and I got my Colton Pareko full jersey on, right? Well, I, hell, I parked down at Bush Stadium just because it was easier, and I don't mind walking. Well, I, I'm coming up up the street and. I got this jersey on. It's June 3rd. I'm friggin' hot. And I'm laughing because I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm wearing my hockey jersey on June 3rd. And then, like you said, it made me realize. And, and you know, you'll always hear it, right? But it is truly incredible, right? So you got to make the playoffs. we got to go through the Winnipeg Jets, the Dallas Stars, uh, the San Jose Sharks. It, it's like it never ends. And it's still not over. It, it is truly uh, the most difficult championship
0: to win for sure and for a guy who probably you grew up loving the blues didn't play the sport we've talked about it did you ever think a hockey event like you're a nascar guy you love baseball did you ever think that a hockey event may have been like one of the greatest things you've ever been a part of like you can't explain to people that there are people in town that aren't crazy into hockey or say "Eh, it's okay or whatever you watch it on tv during the season, yeah, that's nice to do a good job, but there is something different about the building experience, like a hockey game in person. I just think it, it it doesn't translate all the time to people on TV that they can't they can't truly appreciate what it's like being
2: there. I've never had the opportunity because as great as our Blues are, you know, I mean, what about the year we had the best best winning percentage in you know that year for hockey? I mean, we we won the Presidents Cup, and then we got knocked out right away in the first round. I I don't know about you, but I've never experienced a run like this in my lifetime in hockey. Uh, so that's what's new for me. You know, when you're 55 years old like the is you're like, you know, everything's still, still. I'm, I'm trying to make everything new and fresh, but I didn't think I could experience that. But you're 100% right. So I tell everybody, look, we're sold out at the arena, 18,800 people. That's not a lot of people. A lot of people, what, what about... What about the big house in Michigan for college? That's seventy thousand, seventy-eight, eighty-nine thousand, hundred thousand, whatever it is. For stadium, thirty-eight, forty thousand. So it's the ticket everybody wants. I mean, we got some of the greatest blues fans in St. Louis that can't get in the arena, so they're they're outside the arena. I, I watched them, and you know, my, my son-in-law Jacob Randolph for a moment we kind of got lost in translation. I'm like, "Oh my god, we better get going. I didn't realize it. These people can't get in. They're out there on Market Street watching." So, it's also the hardest ticket to get in St. Louis because the arena is so small just like any other arena. So, my gosh, for so many reasons this feels just so big.
0: It's Tuesdays with Kenny, Kenny Wallace checking in with us. We had another Wallace at a Blues game. Uh Bubba Wallace was there Saturday. Richard Petty was there. Uh, Richard, apparently friends with Dave Stewart from Worldwide Technology. Was Bubba part of that entourage?
2: You know, I didn't see Bubba last night, but i got to tell you, that's very exciting. In my world of auto racing, sponsorship is everything. And I have not met the people at Worldwide Technology. But if they're listening, I want to thank them from the bottom of my heart because the king, our seven-time champion, Richard Petty, uh, is so thankful to get this sponsor for 16 races. And that's going to keep... Richard Petty Motorsports, Bubba Wallace, by the way, who's an African-American and not my brother, but kind of really is. Uh, man, that's a feel-good story. Bubba and, and the King Richard Petty, uh, now they're, they're tied into St. Louis here. They've been here a couple times. And, uh, you know, that's all anybody's been asking me about. You know, hey, man, Richard Petty's at the arena. And uh, now that is something I would have never heard. So, so much good coming out of this.
0: Have you ever seen Richard Petty without the hat? Does he ever appear without the hat?
2: I've seen him without his hat several times, and I got to tell you, he he wouldn't recognize him, and I mean that. You, if Richard Petty does not have his cowboy hat and sunglasses on, you would not recognize him. I mean, similar to all our our you know sports heroes, you know they take their hats off, and it's like who is that? But uh, yeah, the king is unrecognizable. Uh, you know, I've seen him a couple times. And I'm like, man, that is crazy how somebody looks so different without their get-up on
0: What's the the plan? I know you're traveling today. You're on the road, but what's the uh, racing plan for the week?
2: Well, this week we are going Friday. We're going to leave Thursday. My great sponsor, UNOH, the University of Northwestern Ohio, premier motorsports uh, university. They teach you all about racing. They own a racetrack. It's called Lima Land up in Lima, Ohio. We're going to go up there and race Friday. And then Friday night, I'm going to get out of my own race car, Billy the Kid Smith and and Buddha and Jug are going to bring the truck and trailer back to St. Louis. But Friday night, uh, after I get done racing there, um, they're going to take me up to Canada, and I'm going to race at a track called Full Throttle Speedway driving somebody else's car. It's an asphalt race. And then that crazy Kenny Schrader is going to meet me there, and we're going to drive back together. So I'm sure that – We'll be driving back uh, Saturday night into Sunday. I'm sure we'll have
0: some stories to share next Tuesday. Kenny, safe travels. Happy racing. Is that a term? Happy racing? It is now. Happy yeah. racing. Sure. Yeah, good luck on happy the track. Happy trails to you. Thank you. Happy trails. <laughs> happy Happy Halloween. Happy racing, everyone. Thank you for support. Thank you, Kenny. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, guys.
2: Bye-bye.
0: See you, buddy. Just, now he's wondering why I said happy Halloween. You should ha-
3: also. Kenny would love the Vladdy rub-off line. It's very good. <laughs> Happy Halloween, that? everyone!
0: Thank you for support. Blues one four two. What does "rob off"
3: mean?
1: What
0: is the rub off"? I heard That's it. so good. I heard. It. I can't
3: believe I didn't see that on Twitter or anything because
1: I was in the dressing room. Hold so them accountable.
3: Accountability. Can I tell a quick story about that? What if by you the were way?
1: in the press conference room when all that happened? Would you have been able to contain your laughter? First of all,
3: no, not at all. I never can. Oh no! You are talking to the person who remember was laughing out loud at the response from Jordan Bennington earlier in the playoffs, and it was very visible on Fox Sports Midwest because I can't contain myself if somebody makes me laugh. Last night, Fox 2, we're dipping in live here and there. So I'm talking, we're uh, there with Pat Maroon. I got the microphone in, and I hear in my ear, you're hot, so you're live. Well, somebody else was asking a question, and I'm getting ready to hopefully fire a few questions. And then this guy, and this was live on Fox 2 because I went back and watched it, asked Pat Maroon a question. It was something along the lines of, you know, I mean, how do, you, how do you get up for a game like this? And Pat was like, what do you mean? He's like, I mean, it's it's game 100. How, how do you still get up for a game like this? What? And I think what he meant was it's a long grind. You're at how game do you have 100. The are you tired? Right. And Pat Mroon like, are you serious, dude? It's, it's the Stanley Cup final. It's, it's game four. I don't even know how to answer that. And, like, everybody kind of laughed, and the reporter even laughed. And so, like, we're all laughing, and then I had to kind of follow up with with my line. But it was just, like, so awkward. And you can't not laugh at that. I mean, Pat Maroon's like, dude, are you serious? It's game four of the Stanley Cup final. How do I get up for the game that I've been dreaming about my entire life? So it's
0: poorly phrased, maybe trying to say, boy, you guys have played a lot of hockey. How do you overcome the fatigue? But
3: Here's the funny thing.
0: Okay? I didn't hear the clip about
3: rub-off. I wonder if it was the same guy.
4: Vlad, you sit next to Ryan in the room. When a new guy like him comes in, um, and you see how hard he works and plays the right way, how much does that rub off on you and the rest of the team?
0: What's a rub off? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so good. The way the reporter said "rub off" is kind of funny. you yeah. really emphasize yeah. the R. That is so good.
4: And you see how hard he works and plays the right way. How much does that rub off on you? Robin?
0: What's a rub off means?
3: I'm really surprised because, look, this morning I get up and you go through Twitter and social media. (laughs) It's all stupid stuff. Okay, but everything goes viral. For example, Brett Hull flipping off the bench of the Bruins, Brett Hull kissing the chinchilla, everything with the bar stool stuff, all the funny stuff. I'm really surprised that that rub off line has not become like a national kind of funny joke this morning.
0: Oh, we got a couple of off days to get there. True. We just needed the media chuckle to follow. <laughs> By the way, Big Al says, Marty, great idea. I've reached out to Marcus to get him to game six on Sunday. I was sort of kidding about Marcus Helen leading the cheers, being a longtime St. Louis sports fan. But Big Al says, I'm on it because I'm Raiders for life. Great idea. And then he also said, if you don't wear that maroon jersey, I'm coming to get it.
3: I think these guys can afford tickets too, right? I mean, these are multi-million-dollar yeah. athletes and celebs. I think
0: they're good. Yeah. Uh, match game. Has anybody pointed out Johnny Landoff, Jeremy Roenick? Anybody? A little bit. A little bit. I can I, see that. Yeah. I texted Johnny Landoff and he didn't respond. So I don't know if that means he didn't like he it. He was
1: insulted by it. He didn't. You know think? It. That's my guess. Jeremy Roenick, really? man of the what? people.
3: He was at Bush on Friday, interviewing Cardinals players. I saw him in the uh, clubhouse interviewing Wayno, Paul DeYoung, just talking about. The blues run in the city and sports and all that. He was
1: asking Jack Flaherty if being next to Adam Wainwright, if his success is rubbed off on him at all.
3: What does Rob Ball. Uh.
0: <laughs> can we please use that think... drop forever? <laughs> Actually, can you send it to my phone so I can what's just personally?
3: What does Rob Ball
0: Jeremy Roenick inside the Cardinals clubhouse is walking around like. Roenick's like hitting hard. Like, hey, Carp, what's the deal with you? Not hitting lead off anymore. Like, he just starts <laughs> hammering him with hard stuff know what do you say to people who are down on you, like just going around? Hey, Shilty, what's going on with your roster construction, huh?
4: I, I don't want to like just overanalyze it, but we're moving into like
0: seven minutes of content of just Charlie being fascinated by you. Correct. We can't. Move on. We okay. can't okay.
4: move on. First of no, no, all, just... when a new guy like him comes in, um, and you see how hard he works and plays the right way, how much does that rub off on you and
0: Robin? The rest of you? What's a rub off means? We're trying to move on. We can't. First of all, uh,
3: we shouldn't move on. You know, we
1: last no, last okay week I was
0: just I, I said I
3: don't want to overanalyze it, but again, this is amazing how we're doing. Listen. Last
1: week, following Game Two's win, the morning <laughs> after Chuck can attest to this great production work. We had the open. We came out of it with the game-winning goal by Gunnarsson, and that segued smoothly into Gloria being played underneath it because we were all happy for the win. Maybe tomorrow, I just coming out of the open, I just play Vlad, you know, this. Vlad, you sit next
4: to Ryan in the room. When a new guy like him comes in um, and you see how hard he works and plays the right way, how much does that rub off on you and the rest of the team?
0: What's a rub off means? <laughs> I think it's a fair question. I think he was being sincere. And he that, was. The yeah, guys yes, at the he panel was. started laughing. Okay, Mark.
1: remember? Hold on. Lost in translation. Hold on.
0: That's what I'm saying. And look,
1: Vladdy,
3: great guy. You and him do a lot Second of charity work together. We do charity work together. You take some of the items home with you. No, you steal
1: signed cards from no. kids. No, I
3: asked. Great event. Great guy. <laughs> he and his uh, wife do so many great things for, for schools around St. Louis. Remember, a couple years ago, you were in the dressing room, and you asked Vladdy a question, and he kind of didn't understand the question. He said... Well, you're watching from the stands. Remember that? Like it looks
0: easy from the stands. Yes. Yes.
3: And sometimes, you know, second language. I can barely talk English my first language. It's tough for these guys to know these different languages. I mean, you see some of them, Perron in the dressing room will just seamlessly go back and forth between French and English. We and can't speak And then he dropped the big here. balls,
0: and he said, I'm sorry, I don't know what else to say. And then you can always blame it
3: on loss in translation if you say something
0: inappropriate. Oh, that's a good cover. Hey, by the way, our friends at Schnooks have everything you need for your next watch party. You can get some... Carpenter salsa. You get some sugar fire. Get those Schnooks chips. Barbecue. Those Schnooks
1: brand chips are legit.
0: And the Great wings. Deal. You got everything you need. Yes. One spot, your area Schnooks. Load up for your watch party on Thursday. Cardinals play a day game, then the Blues play a night game. Well, I'm take a half day Thursday. Stop by, load up at Schnooks. They added the 19 that were shop and save, so I guarantee there is a Schnooks near you. Longtime supporter of this show and also of all things. St. Louis, you can get a little bowl of Carpenter Crunch again. Carpenter they have salsa. Schnucks soda
1: now on the uh, on the shelves. Yeah. They have Dr. Lou. That's the one they want you to try. The Dr. Lou. Dr. Lou of me, yeah.
0: instead of Dr. Pepper. Dr. Lou, I like that. Well, oh. Check it out. Schnooks, the friendliest stores in town, but also great sponsors here on Five Nine of the Family. We sampled some of the Sugar Fire, which is a runaway hit in town. But now you can get it at your neighborhood grocer. Just enough time, Chuck, for. The Vladimir clip 10 more times. No, no, the end, of the, day. Yes. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it.
4: At the end of the day, even though there's
0: moments where you're like, oh, I, yeah, I don't want to do this.
4: Vlad, you sit next to Ryan in the room. When a new guy <laughs> Come like on. him comes in um, and you see how hard he works and plays the right way, how much does that rub off on you and the rest of the team? What's
0: a rub off mean? <laughs> we need an aggressive withdrawal from this conversation. This is We got to move on.
1: Nicely done. Um, I'm curious because, Chuck, we've mentioned this. Martin, you weren't here, but the Blues social media team has done a fantastic job of bringing fans kind of into the Blues locker room. And they did it again last night with um, the edited version of Craig Berube's post-game speech, which, honestly, if they win the cup, I want them to post the unedited speech. I want every curse word in it because I think it would be pretty fantastic but i'm just curious what if the cardinals had done that during either 06 or 11 with the tlr after each game how would those whether it have
0: been <laughs> profanity lays uh, it's just it was a game six so good job david but doesn't mean anything now like that's it you just want you know what that would be a great topic for tony talking. yes how often after a game during a run, a play, do you – because, like, it's clear Berube addresses the team basically right after every game. I think that's uncommon in baseball.
1: But it's but, kind of the same, though, right? It's a month long. Hockey's a little bit longer, but every game's a grind, and you kind of want to get the troops together. It but... would
0: be hilarious. To uh, big night for David, but we're going to look at the lineup for tomorrow because we'll probably switch it up a little bit. And are like, what? I just – I said, like, this historic game – yeah, you – I got the office. this. shut up. Good job, yeah. Carp. But who told the story? It was on this
3: show. Maybe Keel also talked about it after the game where Tony flipped the food table. Yes. And said, look, you guys don't deserve to eat after that performance. Wow. So I'm sure he got fired up,
0: good and bad. Well, I think Matt Holiday said he packed yes. food yes. because there was something that happened and Tony was cutting them off. With the... So I think on occasion when he was mad, he would come in there and let him know how torqued That's off he was. That's such a great story. I, I'm going to ask him about that tomorrow. I'm going to ask him about post-game... Vibe, good and bad. How often you address the team before, after a big game,
3: set the tone. Ask him this though. I'm curious because Tony is a very nice guy, so I'm sure that he was fired up. He flips the table. Who has to pick that up? Like he probably felt bad that after he went off, he has said that. Clubbies, some clubbies had to go and do a bunch of work. He he better uh, thrown him some cash.
0: I think he said that it happened once in Minnesota, and he said after he did it, he said I felt like such a piece of crap about himself for doing it to those people. (laughs) I think he went over and paid them all. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I'm going to get into that this way. That's a good topic. Oh, you're welcome. Um, yes. So, game
1: five on Thursday. Just did a little uh, run through the blues. So far, this postseason, are 7-1 and one in games 5, 6, and 7. Outscoring the competition 25-10. to 10. In those games. Wow. And 5 six. got to win two six. out of three in a three set of games that they have had an inordinate amount of success in. Let's that's all see. they got to do.
0: Games five, six.
1: The only one they've seven. lost is uh, game, game five, five to Dallas. At home. Which seems like it was six months ago.
0: Because it was. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's fascinating. Uh, five, six, one, yeah. Eight, eight, eight.
1: They've played well when it's come to closing out uh, series. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunate matchup for the uh, the Cardinals tonight. It's uh, Genesis Cabrera, the centerpiece in the uh, Tommy Pham cell, against uh, Luis Castillo, who is a rising star in the National League as a starting pitcher, who you got tonight.
0: He's
3: right now, I believe, Castillo is second in terms of NL Cy Young odds behind Hinjin Ryu. Castillo's having an amazing season. Which
1: is, is what we would have anticipated at the beginning of the year, that a yeah. Dodger would be at the top of the Cy Young odds, but it wouldn't be Kershaw or Walker Bueller who had a fantastic start last night. To be
3: fair, with uh, Genesis Cabrera, if Fowler catches that ball in his first start, you could have had a better line. But I don't do think they, he have, actually... did they
1: have a better defensive outfielder at one point in time who might have been able to catch that ball. Look, all you all I'm can't, saying you cannot bring up Genesis Cabrera's starts. <laughs> It's not possible. I'm sorry. Without Hoff getting extremely that jaded. Trade if Genesis me. Cabrera no, I agree isn't
3: essentially Felix Hernandez in four or five years from now, Hoff will never let <laughs> it go. Listen, no, I agree. Giving up three and a half years of control <laughs> on the relative cheat for Tommy Pham, unless Genesis Cabrera is really, really good, that trade is never going to be a win for the Cardinals. But still, Cabrera could be a, a nice piece. I don't think we always have to judge it like, is he as good as Tommy Pham? All that I was trying to say is... I think Genesis Cabrera could give you a good, what, five innings, two earned runs allowed type type outing?
0: Yeah, uh, just, I mean, you look at it. I think you could rub off what Carp did and what winno bueno did. Nice. You could rub off Michaelis. <laughs> See, they've all had these great starts. It rubs off, Chuck. See? It, it sure does. That's rub off
2: means. <laughs>
1: Uh, and finally, this is me being bitter and angry. Um, what? Again? Does Zach Thompson provide the same value to the Cardinals over his career as, say, maybe a Dallas Keuchel, whatever, or a Craig Kimbrell, or a Bryce Harper? Oh, wow. Just, Just wondering, because you got to keep that pick. You cannot surrender the first-round pick by signing a free agent with a qualifying offer attached to him. Can't do it. Can't do it. You'll lose the opportunity to draft a, a college pitcher who's had a history of arm problems.
0: Poor Zach Thompson. He's Eric Brewer. It's not his fault. But yet he is going to be the poster child for the wet blankets. Real quick, let me ask you this, though. In recent years,
3: when pitchers... Baseball
0: is broken.
3: Look, I agree with that. Thank you. When pitchers have kind of started late, whether it was Greg Holland, which wasn't that late, or Lance Lynn signed late, those guys don't have good years. You could have signed them, say... I understand that. I'm very curious, though... With the draft, once it ends and the picks are no longer attached and guys are going to get signed like Keichel and Kimbrell, I'm very interested to see how, how they perform after sitting out the first third of the season.
1: Okay, real quick, real quick, real quick. Carl Johnny kills- Lundhoff
3: was
0: offended at my match. Game.
1: Car- <laughs> Carl,
3: Kimbrel, are you serious? Ronnie's Carter- a good-looking dude. <laughs> I mean, you- professional hockey player? I said,
0: obviously, Johnny, you're much better looking. But he said, are you kidding me? That's what he said. His That's tagline, hilarious. he texted me, are you kidding me? His head is about twice my size. But uh, let's Carl go that lose. kills
1: people, what would say about the rub-off? Now,
3: you, you're talking about Careful. a rub off?
1: Now, hold on a second. Now, we had runoffs against us. Quinn a- Michael.
0: <laughs> now, they ran off the field, Reggie, because they were so embarrassed at our effort. And the fans ran off. The thing was is that when I was in St. Louis, winning never
3: kind of rubbed off on me in terms of us winning games. Even though the Cardinals were winning? I'd like to con- that, see that's where we need Spags right now. You missed, you <laughs> missed, you missed it. it be games. saying how like the 2006 championship with the Giants, the winning didn't rub off when it came to St. Louis. But right now, if the Rams were still here and Spags was the coach, oh, God, they what? would still be losing games. But every press conference would start with, "I'd like to congratulate Craig." Is it Baru Bay? <laughs> Is he still an interim? Because I was actually a head coach and I didn't win. This guy's an interim coach and he wins all the time. All right, that's the end of the day. That Thank is you, the, end
0: of, that's the end of the show. Uh, stations, we've run a little bit over. Uh, 1 o'clock means the hard line is coming your way. Next, thanks to Will DeWitt, Bernie Federico, Keith Kachuk, Kenny Wallace, a parade of stars, and Uncle Miltie.
1: Yes, stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton lives and works in the Kirkwood area. If you have any tax issues, tax liens, wage garnishments, visit his website today, stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision. should not be based solely on advertising.
0: Okay, the hard line is next right here on... Five down to the fence.